Welcome to the Alex B. Podcast. It's time to get ready for a Miles Monday. Although we record it on Sunday and publish it on Sunday, we still call it a Miles Monday just because uh, I have not that been that creative to come up with anything else. Let's look at some of the scores from Sunday. Ravens over the Bears, 16-13. Uh, Vikings, Packers, barely squeak one out. Vikings, uh, 34. Packers, 31. Uh, Lions and the Browns, Browns 13, Lions 10. Washington over the Panthers, 27-21. Texans over the Titans, 22-13. 49ers, 30, Jaguars, 10, Dolphins, 24, Jets, 17, Saints, 29, Eagles, 40, uh, Bengals, 32, Raiders, 13, uh, Chiefs, 19, Cowboys, 9, uh, Cardinals, 23, Seahawks, 13, uh, Steelers and Chargers, man, that's kind of a close one there, Steelers, 37, Chargers, 41, and then, of course, uh, rattling off NFL scores, we're not going to talk about the Colts game because it was it was a good game, it was a good day for the Colts. Um, and Miles, thank you for uh, joining us on another Miles Monday. You have saved me from Cardi B. That's all I got to say. <laughs> because she's hosting the AMAs tonight. I was watching in the living room and I'm like, oh, you know, we got to record with Miles. And she, I just, why the fuck do they have her hosting? I mean, that's got to be like the most, the, the worst decision in the history of award shows to have her host. Like, she has zero personality, honestly, not a whole lot of talent to be. No, with. but she's winning awards and stuff, but still it's like you can't and I, I get it, it's a gimmick and maybe it's just because we're old, okay? But yeah. I, Jesus Christ, like I just can't. And I just I go, I can't, I can't with this one. But you have saved me from that. Because now I can Well, just... I'm happy to have saved you. <laughs> um I guess that's payback for you losing your job because I hired you in two thousand six. <laughs> Oh, man, the memories. You know, we never even call Lenny about that, you know? He's, I, uh, he's back in town. I know. Way, he's, I he's, running, he's running WTTS out there in Bloomington, man. I'm, like, stoked. Yeah, man, I'm excited. I, I missed a call from him the other day. Lenny, if you're listening, I'll give you a call back, man. It's been a crazy week yeah. between me being sick and everything. So, um, yeah, I owe, I owe Lenny Diana a call. I think he listens. I don't think he tells anybody because he'd rather be – I'm sure he still has those uh, do, uh, those visions of listening to Stuck and Gunner and Microwave Monday. I think that's what it is. I don't think he's listening to this. If he is, he's I not. think a lot of people have visions of Stuck and Gunner and Microwave Mondays. <laughs> Something – oh, man. I, good old days. Those good old days of when radio was fun. You know, that's when yeah, I man, just, we had a blast back then, didn't we? When the marketplace was just fun and every everybody, every, you know, every the, the world wasn't as fucking jacked up as it is now. I miss that day. I miss those days. But agreed. Let's talk about the more important things. So, in recap of the game, first quarter, Bills didn't score. Second quarter, Bills put up seven. They didn't score in the third quarter. They put up eight in the fourth quarter. The Colts scored, final score, 41-15. Did you think that was going to happen today? No, I, honestly, I didn't. I didn't. I thought the Colts would make a game of it, but I figured it would be kind of a repeat of the wild card last year where, you know, the Colts come out strong and then the Bills make halftime adjustments because they're one of the best teams in the league. Uh, this has got to be the most impressive win of the season. Um, I mean, without a doubt, it is the most impressive win of the season. I mean, the Bills had the number one ranked defense coming in and we hung 41 on them. Uh, and they averaged 31 points a game, and we held them to 15. So, like, all factions of the ball, offense, defense, um, special teams, everybody was on point today. And that's that's how it's got to be for the rest of the season. But, you know, I said we had to win one of the three between, um, you know, this game, uh, next week's game against Brady and the Bucks and Arizona. 
Um, now that we've won this one, I almost think that New England is also – we've got to win one of the three, add, you know, Arizona and uh, New England and uh, the Bucks next week. If we can win one of those three and then win the games we're supposed to win, uh, wild card should be, you know, pretty much – uh, within our grasp. I mean, we, we had some teams that needed to lose and they lost today. Um, still a lot of football left to be played. Um, you know, so we've got the Bucks. Uh, we've got the Bucks next week, another important game. If we can somehow win that one too. Um, and right now, the way the team played today, uh, you know, I don't see why they couldn't beat literally anybody. Um, and the craziest thing about it, you think about it is, is, you know, our last two losses were in overtime to Tennessee and in overtime to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's insane to think that, you know, if we'd won those two games, uh, we would be leading the division right now. Uh, and in a really good place as the season, you know, is kind of coming to a close. Right. But, uh, Cause Buccaneers are like six... Jonathan, Go ahead, I'm Jonathan sorry. Fucking Taylor, Jonathan fucking Taylor. Dude, I saw that. I saw it on social media. I'm like, he's going to have something to talk about. Cause I saw you post Jonathan fucking Taylor. Did he have a stellar game or what? A stellar game? I, I think that's an understatement. It's it's probably the best game by a Colt not named Peyton Manning. Really? Um, I mean, he had 204 all-purpose yards, 180-something rushing, I believe. He had five touchdowns. That, five you know, touchdowns? Are you ties, kidding me? That, that, yeah, that ties an NFL record, and it sets a franchise record. Um, you know, he's over 1,000 yards rushing. He now has, uh, I believe it's like, 15 total touchdowns on the season uh-huh. i mean the guy is a stud he's a pro bowler and at this point um regardless of what happens with the cold season i think you have to talk about putting him in the mvp talk um you know he's also had eight straight games now with at least 100 yards rushing and a, tu- a rushing touchdown uh that's only been done one other time in nfl history and that was by ladanian tomlinson and he won the mvp that year so taylor stays healthy and continues putting up the numbers that he's putting uh, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna set records, um, and he's definitely got to be in the MVP conversation with with guys like Brady. Okay, so tell me this, and I hope this is the case. Please tell me as a decent contract, because when everybody was going back and forth on Philip Rivers, obviously he did one year, he was one and done. So Taylor's got some some contract left. Hopefully, he's gonna stick around, right? I mean, we're not looking at anything goofy happening with him soon, are we? Well, Jonathan Taylor is on his rookie contract right now. Okay which is great. That means we're getting him for pennies on the dollars. Um, it's a four year contract. So he's only on year two at this point. Okay. Uh, so we, we've got him the rest of this year and the next two, um, you know, and it's going to be an interesting decision when that contract comes up, if he keeps performing like this, because you're going to have to pay the man to stay. Yeah, he's going to want some money. He is not going to bullshit around. If he has another season like this season, man, they're gonna have to back up the Brinks truck. And sometimes Ursay has no problem doing that. Well, you know, but the other thing you have to consider is at that point he'll be, you know, a 26-year-old running back ah. four years in the league. Um, you know, if he has those kind of numbers, that means he's taken a lot of physical abuse as well. So, you know, I mean, there is – there's a lot of factors. I mean, I, it's it's way too early to talk about it, you know, right. two and a half years away. Um, if I'm the Colts, what I'm probably doing is at the end of next year in the off season, I'm extending him. Um, you'll get him at a little bit of a discount. It won't hit the salary cap as hard and you won't risk losing him in free agency. But at the end of the day, if they don't come to a deal with him and he's still doing what he's doing right now, uh, at that point, We're gonna lose him. they're probably going to put a franchise tag on him anyway. Uh. So, you know, you can guarantee he's going to be here, you know, for these four years. 
Um, and then at least one, if not two years after that with the franchise tag. The only problem with the franchise tag is, is you just overpay because you pay uh, basically the maximum salary for the position. You're just doing that so uh, nobody else can snatch them up, right? When you Yeah, exactly. Tag. And okay, if somebody so. else does snatch them, you get a lot of compensation and draft picks and things of that nature. Ah, ah. So would you say he's the best player on the team right now? Would you go? Would you go that far? Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's it's not even there's not even a close second. And that's probably Michael Pittman. Um, you know, and, and Pittman had a, a decent game today. You know, the the funny thing about it is, is Carson Wentz actually only threw for 106 yards, but he had the the touchdown to JT in the first quarter as well. Um, you know, and everybody's probably looking at those numbers, going, "Oh, Carson Wentz, blah blah blah, he sucks. He didn't turn the ball over." Uh, he didn't make any stupid plays like he's kind of uh, started to do these last couple of weeks. Uh, he, you know, managed the game. But more importantly, the most important takeaway from today is Frank didn't stop running the damn ball. He's done it week after week. You know, Jonathan Taylor has all these numbers on half of the carries that Derrick Henry had before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and that's just because Frank gets enamored with the past because Carson Wentz is like his adopted son. Right. Uh, and he wants, you know, he wants Wentz to have his moment. The problem is, is at times that's, that's come at the cost of the team. If we ran the damn ball, like we did today against the bills with the lead against the Titans and the Baltimore, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, we would be sitting at like eight and three right now, as opposed to six and five, but we're one game over 500. We're in the hunt. Um, you know, it's going to be a crazy finish to the season. These, these last six weeks, seven weeks, um, are going to be great. I love that we still haven't had a bye week yet. That's coming in, I believe week 13 or week 14. Mm -hmm. Um, and and that's going to be great because we'll give us a chance to rest everybody, get healthy and make that final playoff push. And hopefully, you know, do something in the playoffs. Uh, Again, the way they played today on all sides of the ball, these guys, these guys could beat anybody, but it's got to be like it was today. It's got to be consistent. Yeah, it's got to be consistent because yeah. right now they're sitting six and five. Buccaneers are six and three, so it's not too lopsided of a record between the two. Um, then the Texans uh, on December fifth, and then Patriots. It says TBD. So my, my guess is they're going to flex the game on the Patriots and probably put it in the afternoon because it says TBD. Well, that, on, that that's that I believe can be a Saturday or Sunday game. Oh, why TBD. okay. Because I was wondering, I'm, uh, like, look, I'm looking down the list here. I'm like, okay, we got times for Buccaneers, Texans, Cardinals, Raiders, Jaguars, but that Patriots game on the 19th of December is yeah. like kind of just floating there. Usually the last handful of weeks of the season, they have games on Saturday and Sunday because there's no college football. Uh-huh. Um, and that gives the ability for them to flex games that are of interest. I mean, you know, you look at that 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 Patriots Colts matchup, um, you know, and and the craziest thing about that 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 being December nineteenth, that there that's that's going to be there's going to be three games left after that game. The winner of that game very well could determine a tiebreaker scenario for the last wild card spot. Now that being said, New England is currently in first in the AFC East after they won today, uh-huh. uh, and we beat Buffalo. So. The great thing about that is, is if we can beat New England, that would give us the tiebreaker over both teams if it comes down to a wild card race. And the great thing is, is the Colts do kind of hold their own destiny in their hands uh, because they play the, the Patriots and they play the Raiders, uh, another team uh, who is in that wild card hunt right now. So, you know, if the Colts at this point with six games left, if they can win five of those games, they're absolutely in. If they can win four of those games, 
they've got a damn good shot. If they win three, it's going to be a roll the dice scenario. See, it's really cool because you have the Patriots on the 19th, and then on Christmas Day, they're playing the Cardinals. What kind of a Christmas present would that be for Colts fans if they win on that the 19th? That would be a huge one. I mean, it's it's out of conference, so it has no like tiebreaker implications. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people regard Arizona as one of the better teams in the league, just like they do the Bills and the Titans, uh, and and currently the Patriots and the Bucks. These guys are all on our schedule. Um, so you know, I mean, winning that game right, right now, I mean, any win, I don't care if it's against the Jaguars or the Texans on Christmas Day, is a great Christmas present because we need to win as many as we can. Um, you know, I would. <laughs> it's probably never going to happen, but if if they could win out, they could walk away with the division, depending on what continues on with Tennessee uh, after Tennessee got embarrassed by the Texans today. How what was the score there? Um, I'd have to look. But it was it bad. Was, <laughs> Um, well, I don't think it was like a, an ass whipping, but the Texans, the Texans can't score, and Uh-oh. they 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 lost to the Texans. So I mean, you you just can't when you're a team like Tennessee vying right now for the number one spot in the AFC because there's only one bye this year in the playoffs instead of two because they expanded the amount of teams that get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So only the best record in each conference gets a bye. Uh, that's a pretty brutal loss to a team that you should have ran away with and ended up with your second and third string in in the fourth quarter. Um, especially with, you know, Tennessee having beat the Colts, they having beat, you know, more impressively, obviously the bills and the chiefs. Right. Um, you know, so at, at this point, you know, it's, it's like, were they looking past that game? Uh, I don't, I don't know if they were or not. Um, but man, that's a brutal loss and it's huge for the Colts, you know, to gain a game. Now we're two back but more like three because Tennessee beat us both times and obviously owns the tiebreaker at this point. So our fingers are crossed, man. Two big games. Uh, kind of on a subject of Colts, but not. Have you been paying any attention to the Jim Ursay Roadshow that he's been doing with going on with his band? And he's like showing off his guitar collection. I guess he's playing. And Is anybody? <laughs> no, I've got to check that out. I didn't even know about yeah, this. Yeah, it's called like the Jim Ursay Collection. It's fascinating because – the guy's a musician. I mean, obviously, he's, you know, he's no Eddie fucking Van Halen, but it's pretty interesting that he's out there the way he is. I know a lot of people have made their cracks about things that have happened with him in the past and some of his issues, but look it up. Look, if you're on Twitter, you know, obviously, it's called, I think it's called the Jim Ursay Collection, and he's been showing up with his band and like these, all these, you know, he's got a huge guitar collection. I mean, it's oh, yeah. huge. And- I, I, I actually used to work with the guy who helped him acquire that collection. Uh, you know, he's... Uh- um, so I, I've gotten to see firsthand from his Facebook all of the acquisitions as they come in and, and it's things fascinating. Like that. It's, it's fascinating that it he's is. just so diverse like that because it's it's people look at him like say they I know they bagged on him for 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 everything, but he's been on this tour or whatever. I'm just trying to figure I'm trying to look up the information. I saw it on Twitter. Um and he wants to open up like a museum. He wants like for all of his collections and stuff. So yeah, look at that. Yeah, he's got enough, man. He's yeah, he's he's a unique individual, and I think we kind of need this, whatever, because you know, with everybody's always tied to a scandal. You know, you got some of these players that are doing some horrendous thing. You know, you read about this stuff. Of course, we're still on on, on COVID and all this stuff. It's kind of cool that we have something different that we can focus on that's related to this sport or really any other sport, and seeing this guy just kind of go out there. You know, he's not like a uh, was it um. Was it Belichick? Who was the guy that uh, got caught in the massage pro? Was that Robert Kraft from the from the Patriots? Yeah. 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 Okay. All those other scandals. You've got these players that are fucking, you know, domestic abuse or whatever. And then you got Ursay, man, that just wants to smoke a bowl and play a guitar. Dude, I, I, I you know, I, I don't care about all the issues he's had. He's, yeah, had. You know, he's a human. We've all went through times that, that we regret and 
and you know some of us were lucky to not get caught and he wasn't one of them but yep. I, I don't there is nothing in my mind soul or body that tells me any different than that he's not just the best owner in the nfl but the best owner in professional sports aside from maybe mark cuban yeah um you know the guy is he's a legitimate colts fan yeah you know he grew up with his dad owning the colts you know so he was around him it's, it's kind of like shane mcmahon in the wwe yeah. with Vince. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it has been his entire life. Um, and, you know, he's not jaded because of it. He's not cocky because of it. He is a legitimate Colts fan and he just wants to win. Yeah, he's he wants a... rings. He wants Super Bowls. He wants glory for his team, just like the rest of the Colts fans out there do. And, uh, you know, it's just. I love Jim Mersey. I, I think he's great on, on 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 Twitter when he's doing these giveaways and doing all this stuff. Yeah, and it's 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 just crazy because he's giving away these tickets and this other stuff, and he engages with fans. Okay, he doesn't have you know sitting behind some PR thing. And I think when you show people you have that real vulnerable side as he has done, and has admitted mistakes or whatever, but that can still bounce back. You know, running the team, and yeah, he does some goofy stuff. But you want to know something? He's a colorful individual. Um, and like I said, I think he relates to the fans, you know, because you might bump into him somewhere in a bar and probably like, you know, up having a drink or just talking to him because I just think he just seems that approachable. And even when I worked for the Colts, I mean, you know, he'd always walk around, say hi to people. It was very he wasn't like one of these guys that had to have a bunch of fucking people around him and, you know, this posse and everything. So it's I think, you know, I think it's cool. You look it up. I think it's called the Jim Mercy Collection. It's something I know he was doing this road show. And there's some, video, yeah. there's some videos of him like playing and stuff, man, and just having a good time and just like chilling and enjoying rock music. That's awesome. That's 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 what the world needs more of. So thank you for oh. joining me again. I appreciate you. I'm glad you're feeling better. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. I was going to tell hey, you. Did you get a chance to check out Hard Knock? Speaking of Colts TV, I have not. Tell me about that. I did not. Man, I tell you what, we, and and we we definitely need to talk about it because it premiered, you know, this past Wednesday, and episode two comes out. Um, this Wednesday. So tell the listeners uh, what it's, it's about. The first time Hard Knocks has ever done in season. It's always preseason, and ma- man, it's it, it was great. They, fe- they you know they kind of quickly went over the first few weeks of the season. They kind of picked up live in Jacksonville, and then transitioned to to you know prepping for the next week and everything. But they also featured two players. This week they did Carson Wentz and Darius Leonard. Uh, it was really cool because you get to see the personal side of these guys. Like they're both dads of young babies, uh, you know, and then Carson most recently had. Um, his second daughter. So is it like a rolling documentary within the, with the, within the season? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And it's fantastic. And um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to, I never do this, but I'm going to make a request for our playout song today okay. uh, in honor of Jim Ursay uh, in hard knocks. And that's queen. We will rock you. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Dude, do yourself a favor. And all you guys listening, if you haven't, if you haven't watched hard knocks on HBO max with the Colts yet, Listen, get the subscription. It's worth uh, 10 bucks a month or whatever you have to pay for HBO Max for a few months. This is a must-watch for any Colts fan. Okay, now you have given me the inspiration to wrap up the podcast with Queen We Will Rock You. Thank you again, Miles. We will talk yes, again sir. soon. Thanks for listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Remember, we're now on TikTok. I know. Don't, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> the fuck? Okay, here's why. Because there's a lot of – I'm not doing no dance moves or none of the bullshit like that. I'm just taking – Yet. Yet. I am, when I see like funny stuff, because a lot of times I'll forget something. I just want to kind of capture the moment because when I talk about it, like when I go to record the podcast, like, well, fuck, I already forgot. So it's more just to kind of capture observational humor, maybe brush up on my BTS dance moves. I don't know. I, I, I don't... Here, here's the thing. 
Alex, you're the biggest whore I've ever met. So if dancing gets you viewers, you'll do it. Now, I'm going to do you a quick favor because you tried to walk us out of this thing twice and you fucking failed. So listen up, bitches. Here's Queen We Will Rock You. This is the Alex B Podcast. You guys take care. Oh, dude. Oh, dude, that was fucking You big disgrace, kicking your can all over the place, singing We will, we will rock you We will, we will rock you Buddy, you're a young man, hard man, shouting in the street You're gonna take on the world someday You got blood on your face, a big disgrace, waving your banner all over the place